0: and welcome back to another episode of serving up cinema it's been some time but uh back and better than ever in 2023 uh, i'm Britton, your host i'm back and i've come to talk about some movies with you guys and um i have two of my close friends here um first up we've got andrew arthur Hello, hello. and Good to be uh, be here, man. Glad to have you, man. And um, Andrew Manzaro. What's up? Always a Um, pleasure. Both of these guys were uh, roommates of mine in college, and we've been good buddies for a long time, so I I thought there's nobody better that could come on here and we could do this uh, episode to get the year started right. Yes, sir. Well, I
1: I definitely appreciate the kind words.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this will be fun. I'm excited um so this kind of episode that we're doing um we did one last year andrew was actually a part of it as well and it's called rapid fire recommendations and basically it's where you guys are kind of familiar with this like when we sit down and we just like have conversations about movies it doesn't matter who you're with or whatever it always kind of has like this whole connection from like uh a director pops up that you really like. And then you talk about a couple of their movies. And then there's like one actor that you liked in that one. So you go back and you watch their movies and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. Um, you're just kind of I'm spit firing. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like fire them off. And that's just kind of how it happens. So I was like, what better than to give people like little snippets of each film or whatever, and just be like, oh, like go check it out in the theater, go watch it on streaming, whatever, throw it in the trash can, Any any of the options, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah you could you could do those with uh, yeah just about any of the movies we've got going especially in 2022
0: dude yeah 2022 was a good year for films
1: and i also feel like kind of a yeah a not so great year as well you know there are not not that it wasn't a not so great year but they were just there were really high highs and then there were some there were some pretty low lows i would agree
0: i i thought i thought I'd it agree. would kind of I don't know. I feel like we got a lot of good new stuff that we haven't we haven't had like those kind of films being made and stuff in a while. Um, I think we're kind of, you know, edging out of the pandemic and how all that stuff has affected filmmaking. So I think this was the the first year that we got like a lot of good stuff and a lot of um, <laughs> like the delays and stuff had finally lifted and all that and stuff was actually coming out.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think uh, we saw a huge boom in the movie industry in general but it's also crazy to think a lot of these movies were made during the pandemic and we finally were able to see what like they created like the batman for example uh it was going on during the pandemic it had a lot of restrictions pattinson got covid twice (laughs) and shut it down (laughs) he he did (laughs) unfortunately yes that that is the reality of it but yeah look at what like came from it you know i mean they they worked really hard and created one of one of what i like to think is one of the best movies of 2022 i'm a little biased for obvious reasons i think i stated it huge a lot of them last time i saw it yeah i mean we
0: did a whole episode on it and it it was it was (laughs) great it was a good one
1: yeah it definitely definitely deserved a whole episode at least yeah, the whole thing was perfect. I, okay, can I, can I give you guys just a hot take real quick? I kind of oh, wish okay. they would do really long movies again because I wouldn't mind something like an intermission in like a four-hour, four-and-a-half-hour movie. Like back in the old days, they used to have them. I think it would be like kind of cool because one, then you, you, you like get a bathroom break, which is always nice. That is nice. Yeah, then you're not like, oh, what did I miss? And they're like, oh, nothing. Or they're like, oh, you missed something so big. So that kind of eliminates that. And it gives you time to like go get a refill or a resupply on your snack. But also I like like the Batman, I really enjoyed it because it was so long. Like I got so lost in like the movie because it like it it took a lot of time, but like it was incredible. It told a phenomenal story. I I
0: think so too. I think like it was it was long enough, but it was engaging the whole time, which was kind of interesting because the movie had like a slow burn. Um, but all in all, I would say it was one of the better like three hour plus movies this year. There's actually <laughs> several of them, and everybody knows how I feel about the three-hour movie. I do not yes. like the three hour movie. Like, I feel like that's interesting that you really you were like, Oh, I'll do like a four-hour, you know, split it in half. Like that takes some commitment. So I respect that. Mm-hmm. But me, I don't know, don't call me a purist or anything. I'm just like <laughs> You know, the standard was two hours, you know, like with the three hour one, like I just recently saw a three hour movie also came out in 2022. I don't know that I would like necessarily recommend it, Um, but I just saw Babylon last night and it was like three oh, okay. hours and nine minutes. And it was like a vast difference between the feeling I had leaving that movie and the feeling I had leaving the Batman. And like they're completely unrelated things, you know, so like I don't want to compare yeah. too much, but for like the last hour of Babylon, I was like, "Man, I thought that was the ending, and it's going, and it's <laughs> <laughs> it keeps it keeps going and going, and um, it was a very like unfulfilling ending. Whereas with the yeah. Batman, I felt like it did such a good job in its pacing that I was really into all the the story beats and everything happening throughout, and there was always something to keep coming back to, um, in that movie. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, Babylon 100%. was interesting, but it was not it for me. Okay. Well,
1: okay. <laughs> speaking of that, since it did come out in 2022, um, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So I was gonna ask, I was like, who give me give me your biggest star of it, and then probably the one that you like feel like might have under delivered, like out of like the like who starred or like just any of the like actors well, or anything.
0: I feel like as far as the acting went, like people really delivered. Um mm. my guy, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt delivers every time. Okay?
1: Absolutely.
0: You guys can watch any of his films, no matter if it's a good film or a bad film. Brad Pitt delivers.
1: Call yeah, him well, on, hey, man, he's a he's delivering, stuff. man. He yeah, delivers dude, hey, every time. We can, uh, we can, after this, we can segue into one of his movies that also came out in 2022. Oh, yeah? Oh, oh I yeah, forgot dude.
0: about that one.
1: Yeah, dude. Bullet, Bullet train. train, bro. Uh, because Bullet honestly, train. I was like, honestly, I was like, because other people really shined in that movie, but you like you cannot say that brad pitt was not phenomenal
0: like that was a good role for brad pitt too he was like the passerbyer almost and he was very much like not in the main story which i liked because he's such a he commands such a screen presence on anything he's on like he just does it i don't know
1: yeah i think i think it was a cool movie because like like you said like it's it's like everything was from his perspective but he wasn't like the main story of the like The main plot going on, he, yeah, you're right. He just kind of happened to be there and then some happened, and uh, yeah, I, I I I can see that dude. He he was, phenomenal. I liked it too. I
0: thought it, I thought the action was good. I really like Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry, really like they thrive in that movie, um, as Tangerine and Lemon. They're so good, and like I even loved uh, Bad Bunny, uh, in there. Not oh, you know, <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed the crap out of that movie. I saw it in the theater and I watched it streaming at home. And it's just a fun ride, man. Like, it's so easy to entertain you for the two hours that it is. And it has a good ensemble cast. It's interesting. The choreography is really good. I, I really liked it, too. Absolutely.
2: Okay, interesting. Recently, uh, I've seen uh, The Glass Onion, a film that I thought was ent- entertaining. It was oh, interesting. Yeah. I know it wasn't it, it, necessarily your cup of tea, Britain, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed the first one. I thought uh-huh. it was fantastic. So I was really excited for the second one when I found out it was coming out. It definitely wasn't quite what I expected. But it, it told a lot of interesting social commentary, I feel like, that it almost like took away from the film in some way. You think? yeah as far as like you know the way the characters were portrayed they're very much like caricatures of like
0: yeah i think so what's too.
2: reflected in today and so that i felt like was slightly distracting to a degree yeah. but it was also to me i also thought of it kind of like a real life kind of like the game uh clue you know like the big board game or like sort of uh, similar yeah like just that but like modernized so it kind of felt like kind of like a cool almost it's not like quite like a cartoon but it was like a very big, like theatrical spectacle especially the ending
0: i kind of feel it was like a like a theatrical modern murder mystery type deal um and i i had a really good screening experience with that movie like I, i went to the premiere here in los angeles and did the whole uh theater thing at the academy museum theater And like, it was just, it was a really cool experience. I got to see a bunch of the stars, like um, Leslie Adam Jr. signed one of my posters, which was kind of cool. So I I can't say much. I have a glass onion poster in my living room, but that's pretty cool. It just looks cool. You know, I I didn't really like (laughs) the movie. I thought, I thought it was kind of like, there was less of a guessing game for me.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: And I was just kind of like, I could see this going like one of two ways. And I kind of spoiled the ending for myself, like, halfway through the movie,
1: unintentionally.
0: Yes. And I didn't think there was much mystery to it. And I just thought, like, there wasn't, like, a picking order. Like, only a couple people died. And I was kind of looking for, like, you know, somebody gets knocked off. Ooh, ooh, paranoia. Knocked off. Ooh, Mm. ooh, paranoia. You know, like... I was looking for all that buildup that I didn't get. And I was really unsatisfied with the ending. I thought the movie itself was really funny. The humor was like tongue in cheek. I could buy into it, you know, Um, Dave Bautista was great. So there was stuff to like, like Daniel Craig is Benoit Blanc. Like, how could you, I couldn't see anybody else doing that. He's
2: the new Sherlock. Basically he is retired from James Bond and he has officially
0: become a detective.
1: He's like uh, a, the perfect cross between Colonel Sanders and James Bond. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> Dude, I loved him in uh, Logan Lucky. He has that accent in Logan Lucky, too. That's like super southern accent, you know, and it's perfect. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. It's awesome. Um, well, I'll give you guys
2: from the past one for what the past uh, rapid fire recommendation. I was listening
0: to it earlier. Oh, I talked uh, about it, too. Yeah. No, yeah, I did talk about Logan Lucky last time. <laughs> That movie's good. I'll keep coming back to it over and over. It's really it good. It is. Um, I'll give you guys one of my recommendations. Um, and I don't think either one of you have seen it. Bones
1: and All. Did you, Timothy did you Chalamet?
0: Chalamet, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay, okay. Are they just cannibals?
0: <laughs> so it's kind of, this is how I describe the movie, okay? okay. Um, and I thought it was funny, too, because I talk about Chalamet in the other uh, recommendations episode. And I was <laughs> talking about how I didn't like him. <laughs> and i'm a chalamet fan now like i really oh, okay. he's really turned You've me been around converted I mean, yeah especially because of his performance in this movie i thought he was phenomenal um taylor o russell's good too like she's really good in this too she really shines and the way i've described the movie the movie to me played like a um a girl who's down on her luck and like she is like living in like squalor in like some regional area in the south or something is what it felt like to me and she goes on this road movie and she like ends up being separated from home and she kind of takes buses and just like traverses across wherever she's at and she comes across with all these like interesting characters with weird situations and stuff so that's the base of the movie okay and then you just throw the wild card of cannibalism in there and and things really get crazy but it's it's interesting because it's like it's a movie that is kind of disgusting because obviously cannibals and eating people and like that's a little much and it gets a little graphic and stuff but Mm. it's also shot like an art house film and it's basically a love story with lots of drama so it's like this weird like horror drama artsy film all wrapped up together okay that's kind of yeah. cool
1: actually i remember tia saying that she wanted to see it so yeah, uh, i feel like you...
0: she would really like it i feel like she that would be kind of up her alley because it is it is like i don't know it's it was definitely one of the most interesting movies i saw this year i would say a very interesting
2: movie i saw too i don't know if y'all have seen this but i just thought of this while you're talking about like strong women lead like yeah. drama mystery uh where the crawdad
0: sing oh interesting
1: dude i yeah tell me about that because i haven't seen that but i didn't see it I, remember seeing the, I remember seeing the trailer for it and to be honest i was like oh this is probably just some like really sappy like love song yeah, or like or love song. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah kind of yeah. like that vibe um but i was like so tell me about it because i I know nothing other than I'm assuming it might take place in either like Florida, Mississippi, or Louisiana.
2: It's like somewhere, yeah, somewhere right around there. Basically, this girl, it's like it's like North Carolina, I think, is actually mm. like the marshlands of North Carolina, uh, where okay. this girl basically like her mom, like she has this like small family, but her mom like runs away from the marshes like just, dips one though. and then the dad is left behind, but he's kind of abusive and. Uh, one day he just leaves, and all her like siblings are like she has like half siblings like, all over the place. Like they're just kind of spread out, um, and she's just left by herself from like the age of like she's like a, like really young. I think it's like like eight or something like that. I like really oh, wow. young. Like she's basically just left alone like a child to like fend for herself in this house. But like she basically grows up on her own. Like she's basically like. This is also the time, like during the time of like segregation, like kind of a really rough time in America, oh, by interesting. the way. Yeah. Um. So she's grown up all by herself. She's basically like this folk tale in this town, like oh, the girl that lives in the marsh. Like they call her the, the marsh.
0: marsh Girl, right?
2: Yeah, the Marsh Girl.
0: I she made the first fifteen like- minutes, but I couldn't get through the movie.
2: And the saddest part of it, like the whole thing, is like she's treated like this like like a a thing like she doesn't like exist to these people like she's treated so horribly by like everybody around her in this community it is so heartbreaking and like she doesn't do anything wrong like all she is doing is just trying to like make it you know Um, and so you see her kind of grow up isolated whatever she befriends this this like young boy in the town like they grew up together like it's her only friend like and this romance kind of forms yeah. and then the boy grows up he's like i have to go to college like to get this really good job and she's like okay will you, will you write to me he's like yeah i'm gonna write to you every day whatever he goes off doesn't write her and then this town jerk i oh my gosh when i tell you like my blood boiled seeing this dude in every scene i can't remember really? the actor's name but like yeah. he was such a jerk, but like he takes interest in her one day, like because uh-huh. they're like kind of grown up now. Like, you know, they're like a more like adult. Um, and so he basically tricks her into like falling in love with him. As like, a jerk would ad- do. Yeah, and like takes advantage of her and just, just like just sucks. Like just the absolute worst. Yeah. Um and the boy comes back in the picture eventually. Uh there's this fight that ensues and uh like there's this big huge ordeal later on like that night uh i, th- I think the jerk like dies like he fo- he's he been found dead or something uh huh. and uh spoilers. yeah spoilers sorry uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh and but that's part of the mystery is like no one knows who did
0: it like, oh, that's okay what so you're like find. trying to unravel it and figure it and out and so
2: like yeah and like it takes place like basically the whole time it's like she's in this court like she's in jail like she's in court telling her testimony and oh, like the story unfolds okay. like so the it's like a courtroom time.
0: it's like a courtroom deal like courtroom yeah but you
2: and it, it's you don't really know like who did it uh okay throughout the whole thing like at one point you think like the marshall did it at one point you think like the college like the the childhood love did it one ah. time you think like so many different people could be it and towards the end it might make you feel like leaning one way and then like completely make you think a whole different thing Uh, because that's what happened to me it kind of blew my mind for a second i reckon it's on netflix i recommend it give it a watch watch
1: it i watched
2: it with my mom and my sister and they were like in boohoo tears just like
1: oh absolutely
2: like i haven't seen them cry that hard in a very long time they were just like
0: well, something. I know um, Brody and Emerald Blaisdell are gonna be angry at me because they told me to watch it like three times, and I have not watched it at all. So, <laughs> yeah, shout something. out, to them. But yeah, so I I guess I'll I'll go next and I'll I'll give you another movie I really enjoyed, um, Emily the Criminal. Uh, Aubrey Plaza came out earlier okay. this year. Um, it was it was more of like a an indie film type deal, um but as always, like Aubrey Plaza delivers a wonderful performance. She plays that weird, quirky girl. I don't know, anyways, but she's like she's like racked up in student debt. she's trying to uh like get out from under where she's living and she's like working for a catering company and um but she gets involved with these these people who. Um, they run like credit card scams and stuff. And so she starts oh, okay. committing crimes and she becomes like Emily, the criminal. Um, oh, but it's is that? Pre- yeah. It's okay. Pre- pretty like a, it's a pretty simple movie. Um, but it was really enjoyable. And it was just like, it was like a fun little watch. It was like a fun, like 90 minute movie to watch.
1: Heck yeah. Um, I would like to talk about my favorite scary movie of 2022, if that's cool. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Um, I think the best horror that I saw, um, which I'm not a big big horror guy, but T really Mm. likes them, and it's like I enjoy them if I like. You try. You try to like them. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I mean, that one year, uh, actually, during the pandemic, I mean, I watched like 48 like scary movies in the month of October. That's amazing. Like, yeah, we were watching like two or three a day i want to say it's because like a lot of stuff was just shut down or like as soon as i would get home from something like that's just what we did
0: yeah Uh, just watching movies and stuff
1: yeah so like i watched like the old silent hills like the first one awesome uh second one not so awesome but uh barbarian was incredible loved barbarian Uh, yeah that that was (laughs) yeah you had no idea what was going on uh Thought Scarsgard was gonna play. Scarsgard was great. You thought yeah, he was gonna be the right, bat, like the he was person. right, and then thing like some things happen and things change, and then Justin Long, like a rebirth happened for him, kind of like what happened with Brendan Fraser. Like, like yeah. yeah, he just wasn't around much, and then he just absolutely like, not really like stole the show, but like, <laughs> it's I like feel you think like they just like.
0: Like to get him on a project like that, because it was like fairly lower into the budget, comparatively yeah. speaking. Um, but for him to be on that movie, I bet they just handed him that script and he was like, This is great, I'm doing it. Like the whole yeah. scene where he's like measuring the this dungeon underneath,
1: the house, like, yeah, to like to, he's like, Can you put underground tunnels in your total square footage?
0: <laughs> like that was so funny, and he just right?
1: plays like. A piece
0: of crap, and he does yeah, it so well, but he's just so oblivious. Like, yes, I loved that movie, and it was yes. scary. I saw yes. it in the theater, it was terrifying oh, I bet that was, the ing- I bet that it was t- terrifying in the theater.
1: Yeah, I feel like theater experience is everything because, um, yeah. like I watched it at home. Actually, no, I watched it at the beach. Uh, so it wasn't, it was like wherever my in laws rented, yeah. So, like, and it wasn't like a really nice TV, I mean, like it was a big screen, but like it. I mean, you know how it is. Like in dark scenes yeah. in a theater, you can still like see, and there's like it's already dark everywhere. But then, like there, like there were glares on like everywhere. Like any light would glare off the tiles. So, like sometimes you could. There was no lighting on a scene, and so the it was like hard to see it. Yeah, like it was just still, like it was still yeah, yeah. a phenomenal movie because I watched it again here at home, and that and it was better. was um, good. I was like, definitely. I feel like yeah, the theater, the theater would have been incredible it can make or break a film it really absolutely can. hey me speaking of 2022 bro got to give got to give my boy james cameron uh a nice <laughs> oh, like standing Avatar. ovation because that movie was incredible but i also saw it differently than you guys you guys saw yes. it on Our like theater a
0: sucked. Screen. it sucked it was i was
1: great. i was chilling at the it's regal and like for the underwater scenes like the screen would be showing everything and then the walls next to the screen would be would be showing like it was like a seamless picture.
0: That's pretty right. cool.
1: Yeah. And it was huge. So like you you got so enveloped in like the water scenes like when he would go and talk with um was it Batu or I couldn't whatever. tell you anybody yeah. uh, yeah. in the movie. Yeah, i just well, saw
2: water jake saw
1: water
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right um, but like it was yeah, i know was that incredible. thing
2: too yeah that one that one is right there
0: i mean i thought i thought way of water was i thought it was pretty i thought it was a, yeah. it was a, a spectacle in animation for sure which is what they did with the first movie but in terms of like story and how i felt about the characters and stuff It felt like the first movie, still. Like, it didn't feel like enough of a departure in in story. And, like, I expected, like, a a sort of, like, legacy timeline story, you know? Because that's what sequels have been doing and reboots and all that stuff, been bringing it back. And I guess I just thought out of, like, the 12 years of anticipation for this Mm -hmm. film, I thought they would do something more risky narratively. Yeah. I guess is why I was kind of disappointed with it, but we also didn't have as good of a theater experience as you did. And I think that's kind of what that movie's all about. So yeah. I kind of want to go see it again out here in LA and see it like on IMAX or like at a yeah, dude,
1: or something. Because yeah. Cause like where you, where you had mentioned when we talked about it, like when we all just saw it finally, um, cause I was the last one, <laughs> um, yeah. but like, like you had mentioned, like you felt like there was like 30 to 40 minutes that could have been cut out. Absolutely, and, I stand by that. 100%. Then that that's totally fine, man. I was like, I'm just gonna have a healthy opinion. Otherwise, of, that's fair. I was like, just because to me, like it really builds stories for. I mean, he's art. They're making the next two. It's all like it's been out for a little over a month, or almost a month and a half, or right around there. And yeah. it's already like the fifth highest, or it just passed one of the either Infinity War or Endgame for like fifth highest grossing film of all time. I get it.
0: I mean, I, I but, like. I was I like, well, listen,
1: bro, he, the first one was awesome. And instead of making a trilogy with the first one, he decided to make a trilogy after the first one. So I was like, for all we know, this could be one of the greatest build ups to an incredible movie next. I was like, as a standalone film, I could agree. Probably without knowing that there is more to come. Yeah. I think your opinion is very valid. And like, and I could definitely feel that way too. If like, it was just a sequel that he might decide to make a third and we'd have to wait 12 years for it. Like I could understand that, but to me, everything in that movie is somehow going to play a part and build a base and a good story for especially characters like spider who I thought was kind of a cool touch. Didn't really like the relationship between him and what's his face, but I I did like spider though. I thought he
0: was very interesting,
1: but also we saw the end of the first one. What happened? The Colonel dies And then he, I don't, the new one didn't even know that he was like being made or whatever. And he was,
0: and he was like, I'm not the same person.
1: Yeah. I don't know. But then he he tried to play the card and then he did like maybe care about him or maybe he didn't because Jake Sully killed him. So he wanted revenge. But yeah,
0: (laughs) I don't know. I just feel (laughs) like, you know, I don't want to gripe at that movie though. I mean, how are you going to gripe at a top 10 grossing film? You know, like it is what it is. That movie was also three hours and it was one of those that felt like, I would have liked to have some of this trimmed out, but I understand what James Cameron was saying too about like enjoying the stillness and film and stuff. But since we're talking about three hour movies, I have another three hour movie or it's close to three hours. It's, it's, it's like two forty five or something. It's pretty close. The Fablements. Have you seen that?
2: Have you seen that? I have not.
1: I have not. I might've seen a trailer for it, but
0: I
2: have, I've heard it's really good. I just have not had a chance to see it.
1: Maybe the Um, premise Wait, well, it's just, it like,
0: it's just like it's it's basically just like Steven Spielberg's autobiography, like his right. swan song to filmmaking. Oh. Um, it kind of covers like his home life and how he grew up and how he got into movies and and all that stuff. Um, but I mean, I just thought it was great. I thought it it felt like Spielberg, man. It felt like classic filmmaking. Like, it just told a really good, solid story. And, like, it's the whole movie is just, like, if you love movies, you will love this because of that. Because it's, like, it it literally feels like a movie crafted with love. Like, the man is passionate about making movies and telling stories. And I feel like that came through so strongly um, in the movie. And I I think he ought to win uh, Best Director for it i mean i really thought it was like very precise and and wonderful the only other thing that i could see really tearing up the oscars and sweeping all the stuff would probably be um everything everywhere all at once which came out this year too okay Um, yeah i've heard that was amazing uh, yeah it's phenomenal i don't know i wasn't too jazzed about it when it first came out because i had just seen a multiverse movie (laughs) um you know which one i'm talking about dr madness the multiverse of sadness <laughs> oh for real um, i mean there were some parts of that movie that i liked and i thought it was yeah. kind of like it was it was something different than what we'd seen before i just thought it was a little too off the wall and it didn't make a whole lot of sense and um but yeah everything everywhere all at once i um i really think it's going to do well i i love uh that uh kihi kwan uh is winning awards and stuff short round okay. from yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yes. yeah temple stuff. of doom yeah, the him being back, man, he's back. He is back. Um, he's sweeping awards. I think Michelle Yao will win for best actress. Like, I think, I think the movie even has a shot at best picture because it's like it's excellently shot. The story is okay. strong. It makes sense. It's cohesive all the way across the multiverse and all its timelines and everything and different universes and whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like still a heartwarming heartwarming story and it's relatable and it really breaks down like a relationship of a mother and a daughter. And I don't know, I just, I just really liked it. Um, But yeah, I don't know. He had to come back and our guy, Brendan Fraser also had a big comeback oh my gosh. this year.
2: What a man. We that love is a, man. a national treasure. And Absolutely. the movie was
0: great. The whale was great. I really enjoyed it. I still need it.
2: to see it. It's been hard for me to see it in the area that I live in. I feel yeah. like that's such a hard thing with certain films like you like because the internet is so vast you have so much information on at all at your fingertips but sometimes you just can't have the access depending upon where you are yeah um, yeah and so i'm really excited to try and watch the whale because i love britain fraser the mummy is one of my favorite movies of all time growing up it's like a great even, one even even the one like all of them like two three four whatever like i'm huge fans. big fan of the uh, franchise Big fan of the franchise, uh, hell yeah! And I, I hate what happened to him. I really do. I had yeah. like no idea until like I did like actually dug deep into it. Yeah, I yeah. feel so terrible. But he's been on such a big come up with like Doom Patrol, like the DC show. The uh, like this is huge for him. The canceled uh, Batgirl movie. Yeah, I heard he was fantastic in that, uh, yeah. which is unfortunate.
0: Is it? Well, he, no. he did Firefly? get. A... Yeah, he Firefly. Oh, yeah, he was Firefly. Yeah, he was Firefly. Yeah he did get an oscar nom though for um for the whale as he uh, should
2: because i haven't even seen it but the trailer what well, the yeah, teary-eyed yeah, I was
1: like so quick i was like premise he's yeah. like he's a large individual and he's like an or he's like a teacher
0: He's like an online teacher. Online teacher. Okay, yeah.
1: okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just didn't know if it was like maybe set during the pandemic when like it was always just Zoom meetings or something, but then that also makes sense why he always just had the black screen. Nobody knew what he looked like.
0: Yeah, well, it, it covers a lot of really hard to talk about concepts too. Like it mm-hmm. really, it covers a lot of different things, but it, it presents itself in a way that I don't think we've ever seen before. And also like the movie is – it's a it's a very hard to watch kind of disturbing movie at times, but it also has like a lot of heart and soul, and it has a really wonderful ending. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think he could be a front runner to win that Oscar for
1: sure. Oh, that's awesome, bro. I that it's one thing that I I did like about like the twenty twenty two movies that I've seen is like a lot of them. Yeah, I feel like the not all like to <laughs> like a couple of the the big name ones were money grabs and all that like yeah the superhero ones Black adam I, yeah oh, oh god. god black adam don't <laughs> even get me started yeah <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that after this one <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah sure. uh, but like but like i just like a lot of them like barbarian like you can tell uh who do you know who directed
0: uh i can't remember what his name is i think he's i think he's okay. like a, a first timer
1: yeah deal. but like right but like even movies like that you can feel like you can feel that like they they put their like a lot of movies this year i feel like or last year had like a lot of heart and soul to them like both yeah. from like the writers the acting like it was I, I i do agree when you say it was like a good year for films i definitely agree it was more a good year than a bad year just because there was, so, there was so yeah like there were so many things that like you just felt that, since you're talking about Steven Spielberg like the love of movies bro like it's nice like they it, this was the strong like the pandemic's over, like, movies are making a comeback, like, they, because they are wonderful.
0: I agree. I think uh, another one that I saw this year that really had a lot of, like, just felt really original and, like, my viewing experience was great and it wasn't what I was expecting. Like, I didn't even know what to expect when I went in to go see it um, was uh, Vengeance. It came out like mm-hmm. in the middle of the year. Um, if you guys want to watch that though now, I think it's on HBO Max. Maybe, maybe it's on there or it's on a, s- a service of some sort, but I saw it and it's BJ Novak's uh, newest movie.
1: Oh, oh yeah. He, yeah. And he okay. like goes
0: down to Texas. So the premise is really interesting and simple. It's like this guy that's uh, he's working as a writer, but he wants to start a podcast and um, like we're doing now, uh, no, but he <laughs> wants to, he wants to do a podcast. And so uh, he gets this random call in the middle of the night from this phone number of this girl that he like hooked up with a couple times. And um, they, uh, he gets a phone call and it's like the person on the other end was her brother. And it's he was like, she's passed away and we don't know why, but we think someone's murdered her. And so he literally goes down to Texas for this girl's funeral. And when he gets there, he realizes that she talked about him like he was her, like the love of her life and her boyfriend of several years, even though he wasn't. But that's what she was telling her family. So like the they have like end up, uh, he ends up staying at the family's house and he's trying to like investigate what happened to this girl. But he's like self-recording and doing a podcast the whole time.
1: Um, oh that is that's a cool concept bro oh i need to watch that and ashton kutcher
0: has a really good performance in it too he's in it and like i just really he's not
1: her brother that wasn't that was a guy who probably doesn't have many like i
0: i don't know what his i don't know what the name of that actor was i know that adam uh adam i know that ashton kutcher plays um like a recording artist in deep texas and it's just really interesting because it kind of pokes fun at like texans like rural people city people like but it does it in a way that's that's like it's all funny to laugh at and you can buy into it and like they're not afraid to like make fun of themselves and also make fun of someone you know what i mean like yeah it's very even and um i just really i liked it a lot and it just wasn't what i was expecting and i walked away with like blown away pretty much
1: i looked up
2: the cast and I saw John Mayer's in it, and now I have to watch
0: it. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, that's awesome. I've been such a big
2: then. John. I've been on such a John Mayer kick. I have to. I have to. Uh, people watch. He's in it's it for awesome.
0: like the the first fifteen minutes. I think he pops up some more times, but it's pretty. Will pretty be the funny. best
2: fifteen minutes of my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we talked about the Barbarian. Um, did you guys see any uh see any other good uh horror films this year? I I know I have a couple.
1: I was gonna throw out there. Let's see be honest i don't think so not all really? one the ones that yeah
0: a couple of the ones i saw that i really liked i did really like nope did nope? you guys see okay. Nope? the jordan no Bielder? i, a I lot did lot about not about like it though nope. it was good it was solid it was it was kind of interesting it was something different it was vastly different than his first two movies which i liked because i felt like they were kind of on the same like lane of storytelling but this one felt really different the tone was really different uh kiki palmer's great in it she she uh plays her role really well and there's some really startling like really unsettling sequences too with a, a chimp named gordy <laughs> yeah okay. town yeah it's pretty pretty rough and then the other one i saw that i really liked too was um prey i was actually talking prey. to okay. caroline about uh this.
1: the uh the uh like predators like prequel
0: yeah I thought it was okay. really cool because it was like, it didn't do the same thing that the other Predators movie Predator movies did. It, it wasn't like everybody's got all these tech and weapons and it's just a big firefight. It was yeah. like, you take the Predator with all of his arsenal and technology and everything else and he has to square up against like
1: an ancient native tribal woman.
0: primitive Indians and like they have to take on the um, the Predator and I thought it was really interesting because they just have like arrows and and sticks and traps and and stuff like that and instincts and but I will say it was probably one of the most beautiful horror films I've mm. seen in a while just because of where it's shot yeah. and like the location and the setting of the film I rainforest mean, it... no it's like it's like up north kind of it's like almost ah. like the the Alaskan not not a lot like so far up, but maybe like Oregon or some Canada. Area over there. yeah it's just really i mean it's Splendid just really Canada. beautiful um so i i I would honestly suggest it and you pair that with like all the kind of like grisly, predator murder stuff happening okay. too so it's kind of like it's got a nice like dichotomy of those two aspects of it uh, absolutely i think that was it for the horror movies though i didn't really see a whole lot that struck me i'm a big Imagine.
2: weenie i'll admit it i'm not a big horror movie person
0: uh personally i'm
2: trying really hard it's like trying new foods it's like slow but steady um but i mostly of course you know gravitate towards like comic books video games and yeah i know some of you guys have seen some video game movies so i I wanted to hear what your thoughts were on uh, uncharted
1: i was about yeah dude. that was actually
2: loved it but haven't seen the movie
1: uh, okay, well then I'm the direct opposite of you. I have never played the games, but I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. And then I think Britain has seen the movie and played the games. So, I've seen the okay. movie
0: and played the games. And you know what? <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I thought if you're if you're playing to a, a younger generation and you're trying to launch a uh, like the action adventure franchise of Uncharted, Tom Holland did fine. Mark Wahlberg was actually a really great Sully. Like he was really good as Sully. And I think Mark. And I think the interplay between Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland was strong enough to where you cared about them. You know, like you really enjoyed the back and forth between them. I thought the actress that played Chloe was wonderful. Like,
1: I'm just really good job. She she stole the she stole the like the show in some scenes and stuff. Just because you were like, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, you were just like, well, like I can't believe she pulled that off, or like, oh holy shit, like she just did that. Or wait, <laughs> yeah. oh, right, we've all seen it. So like, yeah, like when she did double cross and whatever, you're like, oh wow, like I didn't know if she was or wasn't. But then also you're like, at least she just stole that from him and she yeah, she just did really well.
0: I, I really enjoyed it. I think like, you know, it was a good jumping off point. I'm glad the movie did well. Like and I'm I'm wondering what the next one's gonna be like. Do you think
1: Tom Holland's gonna come back for it? yeah
0: why not what else is he doing i mean he doesn't oh, have Spider-Man. to do anything yeah. like he he doesn't have to be in anything ever again i don't think i mean, i think he'll be fine um but I he signed
2: a contract for spider-man like i'm sure he
0: did now. i'm sure he did probably i'm just uh, i'm just getting at the point no, he's that he's so the famous now he's so famous now that like it doesn't really matter what he does what his project yeah. i'm sure that's they'll true be he'll
2: make popular. money regardless
0: yeah, yeah.
1: absolutely um but also speaking of Tom Holland, so I just want to bring up a really a really cool interview because one, we call Menzaro Zoro all the time, and I saw this interview with Antonio Banderas. Um, it was about Puss in Boots, which I also I heard was it. phenomenal.
0: I didn't see Puss in Boots. I, I still I want to
1: see it. I heard it's cool. Yeah. yeah, I
0: want to watch it.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I need to. Um, and TikTok keeps spo- like doing things to me, and I'm like, okay, I need to stay off TikTok because it's yeah. I'm eventually going to know the whole plot I'm of the, the same movie. Way. Yeah, um, but this interview with Antonio Banderas was uh interview was like, you know, as they've been doing kind of like these legacy films, they were like, can you imagine um like you coming back as Zorro and handing off your mask to someone? And he was like, he was like, yes and no. And they were like, well, like if, if you did, like, how would you um like, how would you want to? And he was like the same way that um, Sir Anthony Hopkins did um, yeah. like handing off. They were like, okay, well like, who would you want to hand it off to? And he was like, I think somebody like Tom Holland would be good because he's young, um, so like people like him. He's like and he's funny, but he also is like an incredibly talented actor, for, like in serious moments too. Yeah, I was like, that would be cool. And I was like, you know, Antonio Banderas, phenomenal. I mean, dude, yeah, he kills uh, that I loved, first. Movie I love the
2: Zorro movies; they were fantastic. Even the second right. one, I, I like the second one too. Um, That's okay,
1: dude. You don't have to be ashamed of that, bro. You know, I hot takes no no not even hot takes anymore bro because you know why because mm-hmm. they're, they're, it's okay to like bad movies because later on, everyone realize that they probably were pretty good because look at Star Wars. Everyone hated 1, That's 2, true. and 3, but as Star Wars has continued to grow and develop, I see less and less hate and more love for the like the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. And I'm like... And you see more hate for the new ones. I you know, Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely, right? So I was like, you know what? If the second one it had hate then, if they make another Zora movie, they're going to be like, wow, the second one was so good and right th- yeah so you know don't be ashamed I was just, to like the second one yeah no like i i've, I've come
2: <laughs> to just be like okay whatever like an opinions an opinion like i don't have to agree yeah. with it but i i was gonna say like i i can understand respecting antonio Bender's opinion on that i really do but however i will say i feel like for Zorro, another actor i feel like i would be good for it that's younger would be Miguel Diaz. I know this is like a little bit more off subject, but that's just oh, my Zolo. Personal name.
0: Um I can't I don't know what his last name is, but he would be uh, perfect. He would be perfect.
2: Zolo, yeah, Zolo Mendez. Yeah. He because he's about to be in Blue Beetle, which is I think gonna be really good. He's in good he's gonna be good in Cobra. He's great in Cobra
1: guy. Wait, wait uh, I have a quick question because you are that? the the like the resident DC like guy in our friend group. Um okay. So is the blue beetle axed or is it is it it's already like Okay. It's still okay. coming out,
2: yeah. It's still part of the grand master plan of uh, James Gunn. James, James Gunn, Gunn said it was Peter great. Sat- He's already seen it. Peter he said Sat- it was great. Okay.
1: Yeah. No, no. I was like, no, that's awesome. I was like, I think it'll be great. Is uh, is Jason Sudeikis still? What's his face? I they think get that somebody? was a
2: rumor. I've I've been told that rumor is false, false. Mm. but I would love to see that personally because I love Jason Sudeikis with all my heart. Um, I love Ted Lasso. That is one of my favorite current tv shows coming out right now um but i don't know i could see it i think it'd be funny
0: well 100 we're we're almost uh running out of time here um i want you guys to think though if you had like your number one recommendation and we did this on the last episode and i thought it was really funny and but if you have one recommendation the gravitas okay The Gravitas recommendation, your big sender for 2022. Like, If anybody asks you, what is the number one movie that you're like, you have to go see this movie. I don't care what you do. You have to go see it at least once in your life. What would your Gravitas recommendation be for 2022?
2: Well, I'm trying to think because obviously – me personally i would always i'm gonna tell anybody if you have not seen the batman you have to just do that just okay just go watch it so i'm trying to think of another movie that i would highly recommend someone seeing okay um which i think if i'm looking at like my list also kind of i know we've kind of talked a little bit beforehand about this yeah uh so uh if there is a movie i had to recommend i'd probably recommend the adam project
1: honestly interesting uh Oh, yeah. I watched it? that one too. I forgot about that one
2: because we were talking about young actors and their come ups too. It was making me think of that too. Um, because the kid that's playing the young Adam, I can't think of his name, is also going to be Percy Jackson in a live action uh, Percy Jackson Olympians TV series that's coming out. Oh, done by I'm so Ray excited. Warren. So I'm really excited. But he played such a good young Ryan Reynolds. It was astounding. It was basically like a mini me. If, like, because I think he has two daughters. So if he actually like had a son. I've, or four, yeah, yeah, they're
1: having their fourth daughter. Oh, oh wow. wow! So yeah,
2: if you like a good like sci-fi, like comedy, like something you can just like pop it, like pop in on Netflix and like watch it, enjoy with like your friends or family or something, or yeah. even have as like a background movie as like you're just kind of doing whatever throughout the rest of your day. I I
1: recommend it. Oh, I I think that's an excellent recommendation. I honestly completely forgot. To be honest, I think the list I looked up what didn't really include like Netflix or like Hulu movies. Um, yeah, but I would have to say for my for my second one, I'm also with with a little bit like Manzaro. Uh, I think the Batman w- is was probably my favorite movie, but I'm also like a comic book nerd, so yeah. like those that aren't like may not enjoy it enough. But like it's like it's Batman, so like it's kind of hard like not to either know who he is or not. It's just like,
2: a great film in general. So like, yeah,
1: yeah it's a great film like, in general. I'd agree. And like it, it was it's rougher than no offense than just about any Marvel movie. Like it's gritty, it's nitty gritty, it's pretty dark in some scenes like oh, yeah like it's it's very literally very...
2: and physically like yeah it's hard to
1: see <laughs> yeah uh um, like it's it, it was just perfect but and then i don't i don't want to give it to avatar just because like i don't know the, the bandwagon or something with it but like I, I like i said but my theater experience is like if you maybe i'll never understand because like i saw it that first time like that way yeah. you know so like i I don't know, so like, I don't want to give it that one because, like, you're right. Theater could, I mean, it could complete theater experience could completely change it. So I'm gonna have to give mine to Barbarian. I think. Okay. Okay. I think out of 2022, Barbarian is it's funny, it keeps you on your toes. There really aren't all that many like jump scares, but when there are, they're excellently placed and they're excellently or and they're fantastically executed. I guess would be a good way to word it. Like and. Yeah, like the entire time, like you, it's got like you don't know what's the story behind it. As you start to unfold, as it starts to unfold, you're just like, "What?" Like I and then can't. You're like, "Oh, there's more." Yeah, there's more. Yeah, there's more. Yeah, exactly. Like I know what you idea. mean? Yeah, and then like there's some pretty like <laughs> effed up scenes. There's a so, lot. Yeah, this is
0: too much.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. But like the and then the ending is wow. Like, it's just not, I guess, like, not really what you would expect, and that's yeah. why I think Justin Long delivered. Like, yeah. he did, <laughs> he played just a, a narcissist, so, like, I don't think he's a narcissist in real life, like, interviews and stuff, like, he seems so down to earth and so chill, but he played that guy, yeah, just like a, I literally can't see anything past, like, me so mm-hmm. well. Like, I think so,
0: too, I would agree.
1: Yeah, and so, I'm, I'm gonna have to give mine, like, if, like, if scary movies aren't really your thing, I, I get that, they're not they're not completely my thing. I mean, I'd rather watch a scary movie than like a pure, like love, like romance, like, I'm not gonna lie. what well, what people would consider a chick flick unless it's written by Nicholas Sparks or I love John flick. Green. I love it. I, I love, I love romance rom-coms. movie. So good. See, I was like, but see, I love rom-coms, but like, there's also like that funny aspect, but like, to me, like it's very, like I, I could not only... like period pieces. Yeah. So um, that's kind of my thing. I, I definitely think 2022 for me was, uh, was, it was owned. Uh, by uh, by, barbarian. Just because it's not, it's not what I thought it would be, and yeah. it was one of the p- most pleasant surprises. Honestly, okay, like I knew, cool. a- I I thought Avatar would be groundbreaking. I knew Batman was going to be great because it, the source material is phenomenal, uh-huh. and they stayed like tried and pretty tried and true to it, like what it's based off mm-hmm. of. Like it's, it's just like a, the
2: Batman the animated series, basically, like just yeah, live action version of
1: that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah Mr. So- Jackson. What was your overall favorite movie of 2022? That even if you saw someone on the street, kind of like I'm interviewing now, who what movie would you recommend?
0: I think I would recommend, um, and I know I've already talked about it. So before I do that, let me let me. I want some to get out some honorable mentions here that I didn't get to okay, cover. Okay, okay, um, okay. I would throw Elvis on there for um, Austin Butler's performance and just like the Elvis like musical stand, like spectacles that you have. Um, Another three-hour movie. We're also from mm-hmm. Tennessee, you know, but and I like I grew up an Elvis fan, so like I really, really liked it. Um, so I'll throw that up there. Another one that I wanted to um, say, um, Father Stu. I did like oh, Father Stu. Okay, we were talking about Mark Wahlberg earlier, and I was going to tie that in there, but I didn't get the chance to. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was um pretty moving film. Um, I thought it was a very interesting perspective on Catholicism and like not being legalistic about your faith. Thought that was pretty cool. Um, another one. Um, if you want to go watch something that's just simple and stupid and fun and exciting and funny as crud, um, I would say uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent uh, okay. with uh, Nick Cage uh, and Pedro Pascal. So good. Uh, and watching The Last of Us with Pedro Pascal made me think about that movie oh more. Gosh. And I was like, I just Such enjoyed the show. crap out of that.
1: Probably, I'm um, going to watch it tomorrow. That's actually that's what I'm going to watch tomorrow.
0: As and, you should. Um, it is fantastic. I think um, another thing that I really liked this year that didn't get talked about that much was the menu uh, with Ralph and Nicholas Holt. um, 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 Dude, I love Nicholas Holt. Yeah, I I mean, he was great. And it had such a play on like food snobbery and like high – art culinary cuisine and like i do a lot Mm -hmm. of food network shows and i meet a lot of chefs and all that stuff and you're quite the cook yourself quite the cook myself so i thought like that was really interesting take on like food snobbery and i really liked it a lot there were some things that i i didn't like a whole lot um another one i already did an episode on it so i didn't talk about it here was the black phone i thought it was a standout horror piece of of the whole year um but i think i I think the movie that i um think that people should definitely go see Um, I think everybody should go see everything everywhere all at once like they should go see it at least one time because it's a strongly built story Um, the editing is phenomenal all the performances are great the direction's nice and tight like it's probably the best movie of the year I think the movie that would be my recommendation to people the gravitas recommendation would be vengeance because it caught me by surprise so much and I'm really surprised that it didn't get any love from the Academy this year so you know that's just me, but okay. I think those are all pretty good, uh, pretty good recommendations.
1: And I'd say it was it was a good it was a good we we all got it, like pretty good like rec- like a good number out there is what I'm trying to say. Sorry, the words were not coming out, but oh, <laughs> right,
0: but no, it was a great time. Yeah, I, I think we did a good job, guys. Thank you so but... much for being on the show. I've really I enjoyed it. So. it was a lot
1: of fun. Yeah, dude, thanks for inviting us, brother. It's always always a blast, especially talking about something that we all love and so it's so just oh, good yeah, to talk not- really
0: Have a
2: talk- <laughs> yeah, yeah, honor man. and a privilege good sir
0: always absolutely an honor all right well um if you guys want to check out some more episodes like this one or you know we did a, a rapid fire recommendations number one um about a year and a half ago and um Got a a couple episodes out and uh, putting some new ones out this year. I'm going to try to get back into it. So um, if you want to listen to Serving Up Cinema, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, really anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Um, We post from time to time and we'll have uh, some more episodes out and some more news uh, here and there and uh, wherever.
1: So Everywhere. well, Everything uh, all, at ca- ca- all at once. <laughs> <laughs> all at once. Alright, well I'll catch you guys later. Peace out. Hey, see you buddy. See ya. Uh, I'll see you guys later. Have a good night. Watching. See you.